Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is June 30th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to go over Monday's June 29th daily news using decrypt.co as well as coingecko.com for our top 10 market cap of the day. With that said, I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts. Before we get started, I just want to remind you that there is a Discord channel available in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you are interested in collaborating on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 market cap using CoinGecko.com. Starting off with, of course, Bitcoin settling at $9,142.38 for a... 0.5% gain and in second place we have Ethereum settling at $226.90 for a 1.6% gain and in third place we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a no gain no loss and in fourth place we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.17 for a 0.8% gain. And in fifth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $224.09 for a 1.8% gain. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $159.21 for a 0.4% gain. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin. Settling at $41.41 for a 1.2% gain. And in 8th place we have ADA Cardano. Settling at $0.08 for a 2.1% gain. And in ninth place we have Binance Coin. Settling at $15.40 for a 0.6% gain. And in 10th place we have Crypto.com Coin. Settling at 12 cents for a whopping 4.1% gain. So that's pretty good for CRO holders. With that said, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 market cap of the day. Your overall market cap is at $263.3 billion, up by 0.7%. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, Cryptonauts, let's go ahead and get started with your first news from Decrypt.co. Zimbabwe blocks all mobile money payments as currency collapses. Zimbabwe's government suspended all mobile money payments, including operations by dominant provider EcoCash on Friday. The Zimbabwe Stock Exchange was also ordered to stop trading 
in a dramatic escalation of the nation's currency crisis. The government claims the move is to avert a conspiracy to sabotage the collapsing Zimbabwe dollar, but millions of Zimbab Zimbabweans rely on digital payment operators because obtaining physical cash is so difficult. EcoCash is also commonly used to buy Bitcoin. In response, EcoCash has promised to defy the band. It maintains that only Zimbabwe's central bank can order it to stop trading. Meanwhile, African crypto news outlet BitcoinKey claims the demand for Bitcoin has skyrocketed in the wake of the suspension. Its sources claim the cryptocurrency is selling at 18% above market rate. A national currency, the Zimbabwe dollar or Zim dollar, was reintroduced in 2019, replacing a basket of national currencies, including the Japanese yen, the US dollar, and pound sterling, to force citizens to leave the previous system. The government banned the domestic use of foreign currencies, but with the government mired in corruption scandals, this swiftly lost grounds to the US dollar. This is the fifth time in Zimbabwe's history that its, his, that its national currency has collapsed. Meanwhile, inflation has risen above 750% and the local stock market has surged as investors have sought safe havens. Many Zimbabweans have turned to digital payments and in 2019 mobile wallets accounted for almost 85% of all transaction volumes and 22.6% of value according to the country's central bank. The government claims mobile payment operators and the stock exchange are either deliberately or inadvertently acting to sabotage the economy and are the cause of the Zim dollars volatile black market exchange rate. Equcash denies any wrongdoing. Wow, that's, that's really unfortunate for the Zimbabweans. I mean, especially, you know, the regular folks out there that are working every single day to try to put some food food on the table for their families, you know? That's really, really tough. But for those that are actually reaching out and buying uh, Bitcoin, I think uh, that's a really good, good long-term investment, especially for their families. Next news. Swiss tax law won't change any response to blockchain, says lawmaker. Switzerland's Federal Department of Finance has decided that the rapid development of blockchain and corresponding financial instruments doesn't warrant changes to existing tax laws, as the country's existing legislation can accommodate the nascent technology. According to a press release, the Swift Federal Council first requested a report on this subject from the Department of Financial Finance on December 7, 2018 to explore the potential impact of decentralized ledger technology. DLT and the blockchain on the country's economy. Swiss tax laws compatible with blockchain. The lawmakers presented their findings to the council during a meeting on June 19th, concluding that Swiss tax laws are fully compatible with blockchain technologies, at least for now. Existing legisl legislations has proved its worth regarding income profits, wealth, and capital gain taxes, the report said while the country's current VAT law covers arrangements based on distributed ledger technologies, DLT, and blockchain. It recommends that no legislative action is necessary as regards special tax provisions for the new instruments. Next news. 
crypto firm joins Facebook, Nvidia, Ford Data Privacy Consortium. Three crypto companies today join Facebook, Nvidia, and Accenture as the latest members of the Confidential Computing Consortium, a group of technology companies working on data privacy. Yes, Facebook. The blockchain company software firm R3, cloud computing firm iXS, and Internet of Things blockchain company IOTEX form three of the consortium's ten new members. Confidential computing involves processing sensitive encrypted data in separate hardware-based trusted execution environments for devices that incorporate the technology processors within the TEE do all the work when handling sensitive information, isolating the data from less secure parts of the device. By way of illustration, the blockchain-friendly phone HTC Exodus uses a TEE when signing transactions in order to protect private keys. Biometric scanners and phones also use them. This makes it difficult to access the sensitive data and also keeps it from being scooped up by machine learning algorithms. All of the CCC's new members, as well as the existing ones like Google Cloud, Baidu, and Alibaba, deal with sensitive data. Robert Ober, chief platform architect at NVIDIA, told Decrypt that the CCC, which is part of the Linux Foundations, gives us partners who share the same goal we have to cooperatively improve the security of these systems with industry common practices. The company will work together with an annual budget of $800,000, said Stephen Wally, the consortium governing board chairperson, in a statement. Alright. Next news. Bitcoin wrapped on the Ethereum blockchain reaches $101 million. The total amount and value of tokenized Bitcoin on Ethereum blockchain has sharply increased since mid-May with over $101 million worth of BTC now held in tokens such as Wrapped Bitcoin, WBTC, REN BTC, HBTC, IMBTC, SBTC, and others. WBTC and similar tokens represents Bitcoin on the Ethereum blockchain. One tokenized BTC equals one regular BTC. Bitcoin can be converted into these tokens and vice versa. To achieve this, users lock up their BTC on the Bitcoin blockchain using specialized custodian services or smart contracts. After that, the corresponding amount of tokenized BTC is created on Ethereum, which can then be used on its blockchain. WBTC surges in the past month. WBTC being the most popular tokenized Bitcoin by far accounts for the lion's share of the niche. Niche. There are currently around 8,200 BTC converted into Ethereum tokens, worth roughly $74.9 million, according to DeFi Pulse. Notably, the amount of Bitcoin locked as WBTC has surged sharply over the past month and a half. As Decrypt reported on May 11th, the amount of value of WBTC tokens locked in Ethereum saw a new all-time high. At the time, at least reached around 1,300 tokenized Bitcoin, or $11.4 million in total. Since then, the number of WBTC has grown more than sixfold to hit 8,200. Alright, next news. Bitcoin could be stolen in Lightning Network attack, warned researchers. 
Two Bitcoin researchers claim to have found a way to steal funds on the Bitcoin Lightning Network. In a research paper t- titled Flood and Loot, a systemic attack on the Lightning Network, researchers Jonah Harris and Aviv Zohar, both of Ezra's Hebrew University, found that the attackers can exploit a bottleneck in the system to drain wallets of funds. How does the Lightning Network attack work? The Bitcoin Lightning Network is a payment channel that sits atop the Bitcoin blockchain. It promises to make transactions quicker and cheaper by only partially confirming them. Fully confirming transactions can take a long time. In the Lightning Network, users can send payments through intermediary nodes. These intermediaries nodes can try to steal the Bitcoin, but would only have a short amount of time in which to do so. But the hackers can extend this time frame by flooding the network. In the attack detailed by Harris, a master's student, and Zohar, an associate professor, the attackers forces many victims at once to flood the blockchain with claims for their funds. He is then able to leverage the congestion that they create to steal any funds that were not claimed before the deadline. Can the attack be prevented? The researchers found that the attacker has to attack 85 channels simultaneously to make some money. They also show that it's fairly easy for them to find unsuspecting victims. All vulnerable nodes must do is show a willingness to operate a channel with an attacker. We discovered that the vast majority of attack nodes, around 95%, are willing to open a channel upon request and are therefore susceptible to becoming victims in our attack, wrote the research researchers. So how to solve it? Close the channels earlier. Reduce the bottlenecks. Make it more difficult for hackers to spam the network and work out a way to spot hackers before they attack. But it's a huge ask. We believe that in many ways the exploited vulnerabilities are inherent to the way Lightning Network works and thus the attacks cannot be avoided completely without major modifications they wrote. The researchers have shared their work with developers of the three main Lightning implementations ahead of its publications. It remains to be seen whether a defense against the attack can be developed. Wow, that is scary. To be honest, that is real scary. Next news, a technical issue seemingly emptied Chase Bank customers' accounts. Numerous clients of New York-based Chase Banks, the subsidiary of financial financial giant JP Morgan Chase, and the sixth largest bank in the world, discovered that their accounts were seemingly emptied or received some extra money on Sunday morning. As it turned out, the irregularities occurred due to a technical issue, as Chase Bank's spokesperson told PIX11 News. Further, fueling customers' worries, the bank's customer supports services was reportedly closed at the time closed at the time chase bank bank's clients were left to pose about the sudden disappearance of money from their accounts on twitter claiming to have suffered losses ranging from hundreds of thousands of dollars hundreds of dollars to more than one hundred thousand dollars over one hundred thousand dollars is missing from my business account chase bank he wrote on sunday wow Okay, next news. Not sure why that's even in there. Next news. MC Dex. Well, there was something regarding Bitcoin. Actually, let's go. Let's let's see. That. Bitcoin fixes this or doesn't? Uh, crypto Twitter was quick to seize Chase Banks' tra- travails. Bitcoin fixes this. Tweeted industry figures. Well, Panda, while cautiously caution 
caution, cautioning the initial rumor of the hack were likely overstated might just be a failed database uh, migration update since this happens during the night from Saturday to Sunday, he suggested rightly. In retrospect, Chase Bank has past histories where the, where the cryptocurrency fraternity with the cryptocurrency fraternity. Hmm. As Decrypt reported in March, a lawsuit was filed against the bank accusing of, uh, of overcharging customers on cryptocurrency purchases. Alright, next news. AMC Dex launches DeFi's first decentralized ETH perpetual contract. The Monte Carlo DEX today announced the launch of its decentralized derivatives exchange for perpetuals, a financial deriv derivative that allows investors to use leverage to long or short crypto. MC DEX differences is that the perpetual contracts have no expiration date and are soft pegged against the index, which is supposed to make them less biased than normal future contracts. What differentiates MCDEX is that it is the first of its kind to introduce an automated market make to provide on-chain liquidity to its perpetual contracts. Ji Lu, founder of Beijing-based MCDEX, told Decrypt, competitors such as DYDX still rely on off-chain funding rates and therefore are less decentralized. Alright, next news. An interview with Lu Ji of China's DeFi project MCDEX. Whoa, that's weird. That's, they wrote us twice. Okay, this one's from The Defiant. Okay. Beyond launching the first ETH perpetual MCDEX is one of the few China's based DeFi projects that's about, you know what? Who wrote, who wrote the other one? Let's see. Hold on a second. Let me see who wrote this. By Shuao Kong. Okay, continuing, sorry about that. Beyond launching the first ETH Perpetual, MCDEX is one of the few China-based DeFi projects. That's bound to change though, as DeFi is increasingly drawing the attention of DeFi users. It's only a matter of time before they start building in the ecosystem too. MCDEX founder Lu Jin said, it may be the case that other ETH miners like Ji will choose to shift to DeFi in anticipation of the change to POS, though he wouldn't necessarily count on that. Scroll down for the Q&A. And we're not gonna read none of that. Okay, let's go to the next news. Oh my goodness. All right, so next news. Kyber's KNC joins list of collateral assets on DeFi protocol maker. DeFi protocols are growing more intertwined by the day. Protocol tokens from TokenSwap platforms, Kyber Network, and ZeroX will be accepting as collateral assets on Maker's crypto-backed loans platform following a successful executive vote concluded Sunday. It's a recognition of the growing value of DeFi protocol tokens and a testament to the versatility of the Maker platform. Where just by any assets can be considered for inclusion to provide loan collateral. The addition of Kyber's KNC and ZeroX's ZRX comes after four days of voting on the measure and also coincides with Kyber's announcements of the release date for the Catalyst protocol upgrade now scheduled for July 7th, 2020. 
Notably, both tokens have been added to the platform with a higher liquidation ratio. The minimum value collateral assets must be taken up of the total loan. Then other collateral options such as wrapped Bitcoin, WBTC, and Circle's stablecoin USDC. The difference accounts for the relatively greater risk of drawing loans against the less established and unpaid digital assets whose value are likely to be more volatile. Uh, next news. Attacker steals $500,000 worth of crypto from Balancer's pool. Ouch. An attacker managed to steal a staggering $500,000 worth of Ethereum and other altcoins from a Balancer pool. Balancer pools are automatic market makers that use algorithms to balance the amount of each crypto running through their system. They keep the market liquid. So what happened? According to a write-up by One Inch Exchange, the hacker took out a flash loan and used it to attack the balancer pool. Gone in a flash loan. Flash loans are loans that allow you to take out a lot of money in a very specific for a very specific purpose. When you take out a flash loan, you are doing one thing and then pay the loan back straight away. In this case, the attacker took out a flash loan of $104,000 WETH from DYDX according to 1inch. WETH is wrapped in ETH, a version of ETH that can be traced directly for altcoins, traded for altcoins. Then the attacker swapped the WETH for STA tokens 24 times. STA tokens are Stratera tokens. STA is a deflationary token, meaning that 1% of the value of every transaction is burned. Taken separately, STA tokens and bouncer pools are not vulnerable, but using STA tokens in a bouncer pool leads to a vulnerability allowing to drain the pool. Clement Lesage CTO of Clear Rose told Decrypt Because the attacker made so many trades, this STA quickly became near worthless. The hacker then swapped this near worthless STA for WETH. Because of the way bouncer pools were set up, the pool released lots of WETH. The hacker used this tactic to obtain hauls of WBTC, SNX, Link, and Compt2. Wow, jeez Louise. Next news. TikTok may be snooping on Bitcoin addresses other clipboard data. What? Be careful using your TikTok. Last week's release of Apple's iOS 14 developer beta for iPhone has made it more obvious than ever that many popular iOS apps are reading your clipboard data even when they have no clear reason to. And they can do so from other nearby Apple devices too. The alarm was first sounded back in March when researchers Tommy Misk and Talal Haj Bakri reported that social video sen sensation TikTok and dozens of other apps were, were regularly recalling data from the iOS and iPad OS clipboard even when you're not in text input box. And as Ars Technica pointed out in a recent report, the data could potentially include Bitcoin addresses or other sensitive financial information. Bum, bum, bum. The iOS 14 beta released including an alert that now tells users when other apps is copying data from the clipboard as a viral video shared on Twitter last week shows. 
TikTok in particular is requesting data every couple of keystrokes, yet it was not initiated by the user nor is it being pasted into the field. Bum, bum, bum. Be careful. Be careful with your social media. Ouch. That is scary. That is real scary. Next news. How to use DeFi to earn passive income with your Bitcoin. It's the ultimate dream. Earning money with little to no effort. Or even better, doing it with cryptocurrency. Tech entrepreneur, author, and Bitcoin proponent Andreas Antonopoulos revealed the best way to earn passive income with Bitcoin. But of course, it carries some risk. The best way, he said in a live stream Q&A broadcast over the weekend, is with the busiest of buzzwords in the crypto space today. DeFi. That's decentralized finance for the uninitiated. DeFi is working to revolutionize traditional banking services by creating one of that run on the Ethereum blockchain and cutting out the need for middlemen, typically seen with banks. The idea is that everyone, including those typically with access to such services, will be able to borrow, lend, and save. Antonopoulos explained that you can put your capital to work through DeFi. In particular, you can utilize a DeFi platform to lend and earn interest with Bitcoin that would otherwise just be sitting around, with MakerDAO being the best platform to do so. MakerDAO is the second biggest DeFi platform. It has two tokens, Maker and DAI. The DAI token Antonopoulos reference is a stablecoin paid to the US dollar used for lending. When a loan is taken out on MakerDAO, DAI is created. It's the currency used users borrow and pay back. Passive income is when you put your capital to work and that carries some risk, said Antonopoulos. Another option is using a DeFi contract. Here you could convert your Bitcoin and Ether directly into DAI and put it into a platform where you could lend out that DAI. But he added that moving from the Bitcoin platform to Ethereum platform carries risk. You're going to be moving from Bitcoin to an Ethereum based platform and the security isn't quite equivalent. Ethereum has advantages and flexibilities and it pays a small price in a security as a result. You expose yourself to a variety of new risks. You may have increases in the gas prices which leads to other cascade problems. All those things can cause you to lose some or all of your investment capital, he said. It's almost impossible to guarantee that a smart contract doesn't have bugs and how those bugs interact with underlying platforms risk. Again, you are taking a big risk there. A much bigger risk than simply holding, said Antonopoulos, adding that he himself has managed to generate a side capital from using such DeFi platforms. Despite the risk, Antonopoulos said that using DeFi is probably the best way to earn money from Bitcoin holdings when previously tried and tested methods aren't working anymore. Quote, you can pull your Bitcoin out and convert it and buy a thousand altcoins and watch them all crash by 98% and wonder why your day trading strategy hasn't worked, he said. If you got enough Bitcoin sitting around to risk losing an investment, DeFi may just be the option for you. If not, you're probably just going to have to stick with the boring but relatively relatively less risk, risky hodling method and hope your Bitcoin pushes past $10,000 mark this year. All right. Uh, I think we have one one more news for the day. Yes, 
and it is comps DeFi token sinks 40% in one week what really compound comps token hat well you know it's actually to be expected to be honest it's actually expected you know nothing in this world is going to continue to go that high without a little pullback comps token has only been trading for about two weeks and it's already just outside of the top 20 currencies by a market cap but anyone joining the DeFi party now may have missed out on the top today's comp is down around 10 percent and that's during a trading day where most other coins saw marginal gains compounds government tokens is now trading for around 235 dollars a drop of nearly 40 percent from its all-time high of 382 dollars last week wow oh my god comps initially went live for trading on june 15th after users of the compound lending platform began earning comp tokens later that same week san francisco-based crypto exchange coinbase an early investor in compound listed the comp token on its pro trading platform by the end of the week, comps price had soared more than 300%. Even as compound hits milestones like $1 billion in total value locked and comp gets listed on more and more exchanges, some analysts believe that to token is severely overpriced. According to former multi-coin capital principal Tony Shang, even compound's own team believes comp is overvalued at $200. Shang argued in a blog post last week that the way in comp which comp was listed and distributed has caused continuous and intense selling pressures on the token. What's more, roughly 46% of all comp tokens are still held by the compound team, he cautioned. Yes, he did cautious. Cautioned. Okay, so be careful, comp holders. Um... If you didn't sell on at the top then uh, maybe you might want to sell a little bit off today before it goes down a little more just just, just give me a warning just give me a warning with that said cryptonauts make sure you're staying safe make sure you're keeping yourself six feet away you know uh, social distancing is always a good thing make sure you're washing your hands regularly and make sure you're wearing your face mask and only go out for essential things all right, just uh, I live in California and it looks like our governor is going to get ready to shut down our state once again because people aren't abiding by those basic things. I guess people are still going out. People are still gathering up together and more and more people are ending up in the hospital. So that is unfortunate. If you know anyone that's out there partying or hanging out or doing things that they shouldn't be doing, just tell them that there is a podcast out there that they can sit at home and listen. My podcast, Cryptocurrency Chat. With that said, Cryptonauts, I am out of here. Until next time. Uh, no, wait, hold on. Got more seconds. Couple more seconds. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, zero. Adios.